my name is Tariq. I'm 12 years old, and the reason why Jesus is better than anybody else because he died on the cross for our sins. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus, and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world, so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why he wants you to join him. We have a very special episode of the Jesus is Better podcast today because I have two special guests with me. Would you tell us your name and how old you are? My name is Janaya and I am nine and a half. Okay, and who else do we have? I'm Dory and I am nine years old. Okay, so rather than telling a story from the Bible today, we're going to zoom out and look at the whole Bible from what it says about God, ourselves, and what he's inviting us to. And one of the ways children have learned about God for many generations is through a question and answer format called a catechism. And that's just a fancy word for the beliefs we have about God. This catechism is called the New City Catechism, and these wonderful girls are going to help me with it, since usually a teacher or parent asks the questions and the students learn the answers. And if you or your parents want to work on this catechism together, you can listen to this episode over and over and practice saying the answers with the girls. Ready? Here we go. All right, first question is... What is our only hope in life and death? That we <coughs> are not our own, but belong to God. And what is God? God is the creator of everyone and everything. Okay. And how many persons are there in God? There are only three persons, in one God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. How and why did God create us? God created us from male and female in his own image to glorify him. What else did God create? God created all things. All his creatures, cre creation was very good. How can we glorify God? By loving him and by obeying his commands and law. What does the law of God require? That we love God with all our hearts heart, soul, mind, and strength, strength, and love our neighbor as ourselves. And what is the law of God stated in the Ten Commandments? 
You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your mother and father. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. You should not covet. Okay. And what does God require in the first, second, and third commandments? First, that we know God's God as the only true God. Second, that we avoid all idolatry. Third, that we treat God's name with fear and reverence. What does God require in the fourth and fifth commandments? Fourth, that on the Sabbath day we spend time in worship of God. Fifth, we love and honor our father and mother. What does God require in the sixth, seventh, and eighth commandments? Sixth, that we do not hurt or hate our neighbor. Seventh, that we live pure, pure, purely and faithfully. Eighth, that we do not take without permission that which belongs to someone else. What does God require in the ninth and tenth commandments? Ninth, that we do not lie or deceive. Tenth, that we are content, not envying anyone. Can anyone keep the law of God perfectly? Since fall, no. Human has been able to keep the law of God perfectly. Did God create us? Unable to keep his law? No, but the disobedience of Adam and Eve, we were all born in sin and guilt, unable to keep God's law. Since no one can keep the law, what is its purpose? That we may know the holy nature of God and the sinful nature of our hearts and thus our need of a Savior. What is sin? Sin is rejecting or ignoring God in the world He created, not being or doing what He requires in His law. What is idolatry? Idolatry is trusting in created things rather than the Creator. Will God allow our disobedience and idolatry to go unpunished? No. God is righteously angry with our sins and will punish them both in this life and the life to come. Is there any way to escape punishment and be brought back into God's favor? 
Yes, God re reconciles us to himself by a redeemer. Who is the redeemer? The only redeemer is the Lord Jesus Christ. What sort of redeemer is needed to bring us back to God? One who is truly human and also truly God. Why must the Redeemer be truly human? That in human nature he might on our behalf be perfect, perfectly obey the whole law and suffer the punishment for human sin. Why must the Redeemer be truly God? That because of his divine nature, his obedience and suffering would be perfect and effective. Why was it necessary for Christ the Redeemer to die? Christ died willingly in our place to deliver us from the power and penalty of sin and bring us back to God. Does Christ's death mean all our sins can be forgiven? Yes, because Christ's death on the cross fully paid the penalty, penalty for our sin. God will remember our sins no more. What else does Christ's death redeem? Every part of fallen creation. Are all people, just as they were lost through Adam, saved through Christ? No, only those who are united to Christ by faith. What happens after death to those not united to Christ by faith? They will be cast out from the presence of God into hell to be justly punished forever. How can we be saved? Only by faith in Jesus Christ and in his substitutionary atoning death on the cross. What is faith in Jesus Christ? Receiving and resting on him alone for salvation as he is offered to us in the gospel. What do we believe by true faith? We believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. What do justification and sanctification mean? Just 
Justification means our declared righteousness before God. Sanctification means our grandial growing righteousness. Should those who have faith in Christ seek their salvation through their own works or anywhere else? No. Everything necessary to salvation is found in Christ. Since we are redeemed by grace alone, through Christ alone, must we still do good works and obey God's word? Yes, so that our lives may show love and gratitude to God, and so that by our godly behavior, others may be one to Christ. Since we are redeemed by grace alone, through faith alone, where does this faith come from? From the Holy Spirit. What do we believe about the Holy Spirit? That He is God, co-eternal with the Father and the Son. How does the Holy Spirit help us? The Holy Spirit convicts us our sins and He enables us to pray and to understand God's Word. What is prayer? Prayer is pouring out our hearts to God. With what attitude should we pray? With love and perseverance and gratefulness. What should we pray? The whole Word of God directs us in what we should pray. What is the Lord's Prayer? Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not to temptation but deliver us from evil. How is the word of God to be read and heard? With diligence, preparation, and prayer, so that we may accept with it with faith and practice it in our lives. What are the sacraments or ordinances? Baptism and the Lord's Supper. What is baptism? Baptism is the washing with water in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Is baptism with water the washing away of sin itself? No, only the blood of Christ can cleanse us from sin. What is the Lord's Supper? Christ commanded all Christians to eat bread and to drink from the cup in thankful remembrance of him. Does the Lord's Supper add anything to Christ's atoning work? No, Christ died once for all. What is the church? A community given eternal life and united by faith who love follow, learn from, and worship God together.
Where is Christ now? Christ rose bodily from the grave on the third day after his death and is seated on the right hand of the Father. What does Christ's resurrection mean for us? Christ triumphed over sin and death so that all who trust in him are raised to new life in this world and to everlasting life in the world to come. Of what advantage to us is Christ's ascension? Christ is now advocating for us in the presence of his Father and also sends us his Spirit. What hope does everlasting life hold for us? That we will live and enjoy God forever in the new heaven and the new earth where we will be forever freed from all sin in a renewed, restored creation. Woohoo! Thank you so much, girls, for helping me out with our episode today. You can find a link to this catechism on my website, aliciayoder.com, and you can order a printed copy through Amazon. See you next time!